0: Welcome to the Life Church Sermon Podcast. We're a church based in North Dallas with a desire to help people love God, love people, and make a difference. We hope you enjoy today's sermon. Happy New Year! I hope this year is better than the last year. Amen. And maybe you had a great year last year, but I hope it's better this year. Amen. Don't don't go wrong on me there. I mean, it could have been a good year for you. I'm just saying it may be a better year for you. Here we are. Hard to believe it's already another year. In some ways, last year seems like a long time. other times, it seems like it was quick. It's been quite a journey. We won some. We lost some. And it's been a journey and I don't know what the next 12 months holds for us but thank God I know who does. Amen. That's good news. Good news because according to Romans eight twenty-eight, we know that all things work together for our good and God's glory. Now, I didn't say understand, but there are some things, to be honest with you, I don't understand. But we've got to get beyond the understanding and get to knowing. But somehow God has a way of working it out for good and ultimately for His glory. Brother Luke, God bless you, man. Extended family, and Caleb back there. Amen. It's in Him we put our trust. It's in Him we put our trust. And with that said, I I want to share something with you that I pray will help launch us into this new year. At least that's, that's my hope. That's my desire. Something that will help launch us into this new year with a new hope and a fresh determination and maybe a better understanding of the possibilities our coming together brings as a collective unit the potential that is here I listened to your pastor as he was up here speaking and I'm thinking did I preach this message here before? Because he's seeing a whole lot. Of, was he in my notes? I, I, or better yet, is it a confirmation that, that we're flowing in the Spirit? you got to flow in the Spirit. Th- things, things work so much better and so much easier when you flow in the Spirit. I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to work it. You just kind of go with it. I like it when God opens doors. I, I, just something about doors that God opens. I prefer a God opportunity over a good opportunity. I'll take one God opportunity over a thousand good opportunities. God, give us a God opportunity today. But when God opens the door, you just step through. If you have to force the door open, you keep working to force doors open people of Israel and I'm a, the people of Israel are to go into the promised land and, and 11, uh, an 11 day journey turned into 40 years they were just to go in and take the land 40 years later now they have to go in and work for it God said I would have sent in the hornets to drive them out but because of unbelief you wanted to do it your way, then do it your way. The old song says, I did it my way. That's the problem. I don't want to do it my way. I want to do it God's way. Anybody here feel the same way? I'm tired of doing it my way. It's work. It's hard work. Not that that I'm opposed to working, but I'd rather work smarter than harder, especially at my age. So while you're standing, let's turn to the book of Matthew, the 18th chapter. Matthew 18. We're going to read verses 18, 19, and 20. Excuse me. Matthew 18, starting at verse 18, down to verse 20. Verily I say unto you, Whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. and Whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again I say unto you. That if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask. It shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Pause. And think about that. Because that is powerful. Silla, ponder. Give it, a, give it a moment. Think. Verse 20: for where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. And that, too, is powerful. I really believe that God wants to do something here today. I really do. They say when you start something, you always got to start good. Because when you start right, it kind of just follows through. I feel like God wants to do something here today that's going to start this year off. And I'm speaking by faith. Because like I said, I don't know what the 12 months holds. But I have, a, I have a choice. Either believe or doubt. I know doubt works. Isn't it amazing how we can have faith for someone else? I can tell you how to live your life and give you a plan. The real trick is finding out how to live my life. That can be be the deal. You may be seated. Before we get into my message today, let, let me interject something here. Jesus said, it was Jesus. Jesus said, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I. Now, just to keep things straight, we have to keep in mind that God is omnipresent. Meaning, He is everywhere and there is no place. He is not. I believe the psalmist spoke of this when he said, If I make my bed in hell, God is there. If I was to take the wings of the morning and fly to the farthest place, I could never get away from His presence. Why? Why? Because God is omnipresent. So Matthew 18, 20 is not to remind God of this truth. But it's to remind us that where we are, He is. Where we are, He's there. There have been times when we have said something. Boy, didn't we have great church? That was a great service. God showed up. But the reality is God was always there. So what we're really saying is God manifested himself in our midst. Because God didn't show up, we did. But when we showed up, we caught a glimpse of his glory. And if that's just a glimpse of his glory, what is his glory like? But when we showed up, we caught a glimpse of his glory. But keep in mind, it was Jesus who said, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. And now that we have established that point, let's get to the message. Say with me, opinion. One more time. We all have one. You have an opinion right now. We all have one. We all have, nowhere ever is it written in concrete that you have to voice your opinion. But we do. And then the question I have to ask sometimes is, are, are, you, are you really ready to open up that can of worms? Because if you do, then you've got to go fishing. Sometimes if you just just, just you know, You wouldn't be there for the next hour and a half trying to to defend your opinion. But bless God, I'm right. Well, the other person thinks they're right, too. What do you do then? We all have an opinion. And some folks are more vocal with their opinions than others. And whether those opinions be right or wrong, we all have them. And we are entitled to them, I guess. Because no doubt there is someone out there that has an opinion about that, too. However, because opinions differ, at times those opinions will clash. And so we've all heard the old cliche. Then let's agree to You used that. Let's agree to disagree. And at times that is what we have to do because we don't have any other options, so we agree to disagree. But the problem with that is this. There is no harmony in disharmony. And there is no real agreement in disagreement. In fact, the scripture says, how can two walk together unless they can agree? Because togetherness produces synergy. In other words, synergy is what people produce when they come together, not just in location, but also in attitude and spirit. When they come together. I once pastored a man who prided himself in not being a yes man. But in not being a yes man, he became a no man. Because there is no accord in discord. There is no unity In disunity. Jesus said if two of you shall agree. Not disagree. But if two of you shall agree. It shall be done. And we can try to explain this verse away. But there is one thing we cannot explain away. And that is there is power in coming together in agreement. In fact from a biblical perspective there is anointing in unity. It has been said that the great revival in Ethiopia did not come because they prayed for revival. But it came because they prayed for unity. And when they had unity, they had revival. The psalmist wrote, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And this psalmist likened this unity to the anointing oil that was poured out upon the head of the priest. That ran down his beard and upon his garments. It flowed from the head down to the body. Unity. Agreement. Harmony. Produces anointing. And it brings a pronounced or the unmistakable blessings of God. So if we want the anointing of God upon the church. Amen. The collective body of Christ. We must come together in unity. We must come together because Jesus said, If you shall agree, it shall be. agreed to agree thanks for joining us today we hope that you were inspired by today's sermon connect with the Life Church through our website tlcdallas.com and on Facebook and Instagram at TLC Dallas remember together we can love God love people and make a difference God bless